Hello everybody and welcome back to Letterboxd Book Club. My name is Claire. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we will be discussing The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling. Woohoo, and I will start us off with the uh, description. Nine years ago, Vivian Jones nursed her broken heart like any young witch would. Vodka, weepy music, bubble baths, and a curse on the horrible boyfriend. Sure, Vivi knows she shouldn't use her magic this way, but with only an orchard hayride scented candle on hand, she isn't worried it will cause him anything more than a bad hair day or two. That is, until Reese Penhallow, descendant of the town's ancestors, breaker of hearts, and annoyingly just as gorgeous as he always was, returns to Graves Glen, Georgia. What should be a quick trip to recharge the town's ley lines and make an appearance at the annual fall festival turns disastrously wrong. With one calamity after another striking Reese, Vivi realises her silly little ex-hex may not have been so harmless after all. Suddenly, Graves Glen is under attack from murderous wind-up toys, a pissed-off ghost, and a talking cat with some interesting things to say. Vivi and Reese have to ignore their off-the-charts chemistry to work together to save the town and find a way to break the breakup curse before it's too late. Lovely. Thank you for that, Kenzie. No workers. Thoughts, feelings, emotions, you first. I knew you were going to do this. All right. Disclaimer. This is take two because I fucked up our first recording. No, don't tell them. <laughs> anyway, trying to match the energy. Um, yeah, so we are trying to match the energy and we are trying to do the exact same thing a second time around, but authentically. So we'll see how we go. I mean, it's not very authentic. But anyway, this book had me in a cute witchy chokehold until about 80% of the book when I was like, alright boys we need to wrap this up like how are we gonna fix this curse yeah I really enjoyed it it was just so cute and just so like nonchalant and it was just it's a fun little adventure journey and yeah just at the end it's just like there was a I think you know obviously the whole Piper ghost thing I didn't expect that to be like as significant I thought it was just gonna be like one of those you know putting out the fires situations but then it turned out turned into something bigger which I wasn't expecting and I in the moment didn't really appreciate <laughs> but but no I, lo- I loved it it was it's such a cute book so, so fun and goofy and adventurous and like it's a good little vacation read and excellent for the spoopy season yes i am going to pretend that this is the first time that uh we're recording this so claire do you think <laughs> that i what do I... <laughs> all right all right do you think i finished this book um <laughs> For the sake of authenticity, no, Kenzie, I didn't, do not think you finished this book. And why is that? Uh, because you initially messaged me saying you had 50 minutes left to re- listen to it or something. And then, so I just thought you were just trying to, you were pushing through to finish it. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter anymore because I know how you actually feel. Okay. Uh, for the, Well, for the sake of our listeners that... Um, this is their first time listening to us discuss this book. Oh my god! <laughs> um, I loved this book. Yes. I yes, it is my first uh, non-fantasy. I guess five out of five. <laughs> Not that we ever rate books, but this is a, a first for us. <laughs> I know it's first time. I usually hate everything. <laughs> um, so I have zero qualms and I know I said last night we'll be recording gun to my head if I had to have a qualm and now I can't remember what that was but I'm sure it'll come up again um, it was so cute I loved the witchy vibes I loved the witchy in modern day vibes I loved the practical magic vibes i.e. the movie with Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Oh, also today I was watching TikTok and a TikTok came up about Practical Magic and I was like, yes, it is a spooky season. Yes, yes, it is upon us. Yes. Um. So yeah, loved this book. Love that for you, Kenzie. I was going to say, since this book gave you a five stars, this book gave you, you gave this book five stars. <laughs> Lucky for you, it's a trilogy out there for these books. Oh, wait, hang on, sorry, hang on. Claire, I don't know if you know this, but this book is actually a duology. <laughs> you mean a trilogy? Oh, no, a trilogy. You mean a trilogy? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, which is good, which is about Gwen, and I, I'm going to assume auntie elaine which good on for auntie yeah. elaine getting some yeah you know? Love Wait, I wonder, actually we didn't check this last night let us check what the third one is who, who else could it possibly be or it could be like a, a brother perhaps well that's what i'm thinking because there was three brothers we love the, the witchy three three vibes three yeah, three three let me, let me 
let me just do a little bit of a giggle. Bit of a sussy-wussy. Also, while she's doing that, straight off the bat, the character names just remind me of Akatar. Because <laughs> what are the odds <laughs> yes. of Reese, Gwen, Vivian, and Elaine? It is just, what are the odds in a post-Akatar world? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's deliberate. Bowen. <gasps> really? Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. And no! Tamsin. Who's Tamsin? The non-witch with the candle. What? <laughs> Would you like me to read the... Bowen Penhallow has always been a loner. It got 4.25 stars. Bowen Penhallow has always been a loner, studying dark and ancient magic on a mountaintop in Wales. He prefers it that way, but when his friend Colin, who appears to who happens to be a ghost, asks him to attend a yuletide wedding at a grand estate deep in the Welsh countryside, Bowen reluctantly agrees. <gasps> Tamsin Bly is not a witch, but she makes a living off of them. As a procurer and seller of magical items, Tamsin's businesses are always above board, but she's been trying to fix that. Bowen is an occasional customer, as well as star of the several of Tamsin's dirtiest dreams, but she's been around enough which is know that as a human getting involved with one is not the smartest idea <gasps> she's finagled an invite to the witchy wedding of the century in the hopes of finally making a score big enough to retire just one priceless magical artifact from tywell house would set her up for life but tamsin is the only one sneaking around tywell house that makes a very strong spell combined with a many mishap transports bone and tamsin to tywell house's parts of the yuletide celebration of 1958 <laughs> as bone and tamsin work together to get back to the present they must also face off the origins of tywell's households haunting the suspicious the suspicions of their fellow witches oh and the fact that somewhere between the mistletoe and the bonfire there might be falling in love <laughs> that was so epic that was impressive Kenzie thank you just the gasps of breath in between each paragraph it's just got funnier and funnier that was the perfect speed as well that's what I needed my life to be at if everyone could get to that speed I really that is natural 1.5 speed if not faster this is a thing because I used to do this is off topic but while we're here um, I used to do speech competitions in school because I'm a fucking nerd anyway loser and my feedback and because I did acting my feedback was always slow down slow down like you talk so fast so when and people still think still say I talk fast sometimes so when we do these podcasts I'm really like putting a lot of brain into like trying to speak slowly <laughs> when I want to speak that fast normally. <laughs> that is what you want to achieve every day to yeah, life. Yes. We need to, every now and, and then, is, we just need to let you out. You know, let, yeah. your, let your speech out, you know. Get my zoomies out. And this Pretty is much. like when people ask me, oh, how can you read that fast? Because in my brain, that's how fast I'm going. <laughs> my eyes are going left and right. <laughs> I would stutter and like fuck up and like go back and forth and just yeah that was amazing <laughs> which reminds me I saw a TikTok earlier today I don't know if I sent it to you but it's of a l- woman telling a story about something I've completely forgot what the context was but she was talking like quite fast and the comment and I was reading the comments because you got to read the comments and then like it had like 30k likes it's like you read at like like a nice speed because she was reading really fast and that just reminded me of this and it was yeah <laughs> far out well done Kenzie no, <laughs> like just the, no. it was just the the gasps <laughs> the gasps you gasped <laughs> truly gasped did you like the one I sent you the, the scream I scrumped <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> how are they coming up with this <laughs> love right, it let's get back to the book but, <laughs> yeah yeah wait back to that description what the fuck oh, sorry, yeah. and Bowen Fucking hell. Jesus. They did spend a lot of time on Tamsin for her to be a side character. Yeah. (sighs) Unbelievable. (laughs) I suppose she has to change her ways. It's a redemption arc. Yeah. It got more stars than this one. Both of them. The second and the third got more stars. I suppose we don't really learn much about Bowen in this book. Like, he has one conversation. Oh, yeah. The wedding... The wedding... The cover hasn't been released. Oh! It's coming soon. It's coming... (laughs) <laughs> October 15th, 2024. Oh. So for it to already have 4.25, those are early, oh, early they're, arcs. They're, they're like, yeah, the arc stuff. It's like, I'll give you five stars, but I'll come back later. You know, it's, oh, it's such... been postponed. Oh. So I guess it was meant to come out maybe this year. Oh, yeah, instead of coming out this year. Eee, that makes sense. But it still just means people are like, I'm rating this a five or a four point something, and then I'm going to come back and review it later. Which is a scam. Uh, yes. Okay. So a lot of the um, reviews are just like, oh, I hope this is a Bowen and Elaine book. But 
But I wouldn't end the whole fuck no. <laughs> no that's like, it's like cougar. Cougar vibes. Could you imagine? Okay, so that's why it has such good stars. Because it's only one and it's taking my money. I can't express how much I love this series. And that was from last year. Jeez. I'm confused. People oh, well. are jumping the gun here. Yeah. All right. Watch this space. Come back to when it comes out and it's like an average two-star rating. Come back at this time next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Back to the actual actual book. We kick off with a prologue. I love a prologue. This I would consider this the perfect first chapter because you get we meet our main character and her life situation. We learn, you know, her mother's dead and we learn that she's living with her aunt and her cousin blah 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 her name is vivian the main character's name is vivian main character's name is vivian or also known as vivi she's heartbroken she's upset she's drinking um because the boy she's been hooking up with all summer um is allegedly betrothed to another witch and he didn't tell Mm -hmm. her Mm -hmm. and then so he had to piss off back to wales Mm -hmm. um which you know Representation for you, Kenzie. You're what percentage of Wales? Of Welsh? 30, 35, baby. 35% Welsh. There we go. Actually, we'll let me it. confirm that because it changed. <laughs> Again? No, just no, no, just since the first time in the other day. But I didn't. I only checked the Scottish part of it because that's the most... <laughs> the prominent aspect. Yeah. I, I really need to be working on my accent. <laughs> <laughs> so you will actually love Haggis. Ew. Have you ever been to a Highland <laughs> Games, Kenzie? Or like the mm-hmm. Scottish Highland Gathering. Hey, I've only recently found out. <laughs> Why were you not drawn to Scottish Highland dancing? You would have been so good with my sister. <clears throat> I did try that when I was little. I tried Irish dancing first, but that's not very Scottish of you, Kenzie. <laughs> yes, well, Wales. Oh no, it's even less. It's ten percent. Oh, what a drop! <laughs> what no, a for the sake of authenticity of last episode, you are thirty-five percent Welsh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know this information. So yeah, anyway, so yeah, she had a Vivian had a hookup with this other witch named Reese Penhello. He buggered off to Wales. She's heartbreaking her and her cousin Gwen. Oh Gwen it was Gwen's idea to like curse him or hex him just for, for a bit of payback. Also being drinking and their like motto is don't drink vod- don't mix vodka and witchcraft. <laughs> Which is very fair. Um and I loved the like plead to the goddess it's like goddess we beseech you blah 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 goddess mm. we beseech you something other thing something about his hair and then with mm. fun- finality vivian's like reese penhello i curse you and your stupid lion or something like that mm. and then there's a bit of a whoosh with a candle she has awakened some sort of power in herself and it's fully cr- uh, cursed the poor guy Yes, it has cursed the. We find out yeah, that it has cursed the Penhallo line, um, but it only affects them when they're in Graves Glen, and it just makes their um, magic go a little bit haywire. It doesn't perform as it should. The curse of the ley lines. <laughs> well, no, already because of the curse because before the ley lines. Before the ley lines are corrupted, remember Reese is like trying to oh, yeah, yeah. change his tire. Yeah, yeah, Reese has like, a bit of bad luck. Alright, it just sounded like you got just like you were saying the ley lines. I don't know. That's Bro, I'll right. fight you. Yeah. That's alright. Hey, I just misunderstood. Relax, we're all chill here. We didn't fight last night, so let's not fight now. <laughs> Fucking relax, bro. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But yeah, anyway, and then now we jump forward nine years later. They're like 27 or whatever. What's 19 plus 9? 28. <laughs> Yeah, well done. Go on, <laughs> I think that's still wrong, actually. Um, and it's Founders Day, and the town was founded by Griffith Penhallow. So a Penhallow needs to come to the town to charge the ley lines. So it is. Uh, so what's his name? Reese Penhallow is being sent by his father, and I thought it was really cool because they were, Gwyn and. Vivi were talking about it, thinking like, oh, it couldn't be him. Like, maybe they'll send someone else, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Gwyn kind of doubles in tarot cards. Yes. We didn't mention this at all last night. And I forgot about it. (laughs) And she paints her own cards, which is really cool. And she was saying that if you pull the magician in the first three cards, then it means you have bad luck, which means that it would be Reese that's coming and she pulls the magician. So, And it's funny how it's just... A whole lot of bad luck since then as yeah. well, just because yeah. of the whole A-line cursing. 
And yeah, the ley lines. I like the magic system and how it's established because it gives the magic accountability. There's no sense of like overpoweredness and like the ley lines and having to charge yeah. the ley lines to fuel the magic of the city and everything is just a, such a cool idea and I loved it. And just in general with the magic, you know, for convenience, because we learn that Reese uh, runs a little travel business and obviously he offers all his customers essentially the perfect experience. No bad weather, no f- flight delays and all that type of stuff. Magic is just super convenient. Yeah. And then Gwyn has her own shop as well and they're able to disguise their real witch materials with like novelty and like hipster sort of witch stuff as well, which is also really cool. Yeah, and they have uh, – and I like – that there's mentions of how they don't use magic to, uh, like, for their benefit, essentially, but they use it to make life a little bit smoother or whatever. So, for example, Reese has a travel company, and so he casts little charms so that these, like, tour groups never have bad weather on a flight or they always get good reservations yeah, yeah, and yeah. things like that. And so in the shop, Elaine has... Uh, put a little charm on the storeroom where all the kind of real witchy stuff is that when uh, normies come into the shop, they just kind of don't want to go there. Like, it's not scary or anything. They just don't have the desire to walk towards the the storeroom. Just the strong feeling of, like, I don't want to go back there, which is fair. So, yeah, offer the little protections. And the same thing at the college as well. There are areas where the normies can't go because it's charmed in a similar nature. Yeah, so... Just to deter normal history at the college um but yeah they have part of it is the witch's part and yeah it's just charmed so that the normies just can't be bothered (laughs) yeah fair enough they're just discouraged which is very interesting about vivian because we learned that her mother was never really strong in teaching her or guiding her about magic she always thought magic was a bit dangerous yeah she was under the assumption that yeah her mother was kind of scared of magic but then they learn that she was really powerful and so not that much comes from that it's just kind of offered in passing yeah and it's nice i like now that i realize it's nice that like elaine and gwen don't use kind of her um i suppose magical amateur nature like against her like she's not like any lesser than them she's just like happily doing her own thing and they're and they're happy to provide her that similar like comfort and respect as well because i feel like in these types of witchy books, especially in, like, the book The Witchy Wed, like, it's very mm. frowned upon for some witches who, like, aren't well into their power or aren't training into their power and stuff. And I just liked that it's just something that Vivian is not entirely... Not that she's not interested in it, because it is her life. It, it encompasses... <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Explain it, or I'm going to keep it in. <laughs> yeah. I just heard, like... Like, tapping behind me, and I turned around and looked just standing there. <laughs> As I was saying, despite magic essentially encompassing her lifestyle and life, like, they're just very happy with her to just, like, bubble along, do her own thing, and, like, dabble in what she wants to wants to dabble into. Mm. Oh, we didn't speak about this last night either, but I did enjoy how they uh, talk about how witchcraft and witchy things in their shop have kind of become more popular because everyone's kind of a witch now and everyone's kind of into tarot and stuff like that, which was really cool. I was like, yes, I agree. <laughs> it's very relevant, especially now. Well, it reflects now because a lot of like young women uh, yeah, into the tarot, into the crystals, into the witchy stuff, the pendulums and all that type of jazz. Uh, I think everyone just is stepping into a little bit of, yeah, witchy spirituality as well, which is really mm. cool. Yeah. Why not? I do also really enjoy, again, I'm picking up more things that I didn't mention last night either. Um, I like how magic is kind of shown as well in that it's not these big spells and things that do all this wondrous magical stuff. It's just little things like here, like a special brew of tea can like help you like stay more concentrated or whatever um, 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 um. like yeah like a little spell um yeah just stops people from wanting to go in a certain place or whatever yeah it's nothing too overly nasty or malicious at all. yeah and I feel like that yeah really comes into the modern world because you know like I blow cinnamon into my door on the first of the month to like welcome abundance and things like that or like yeah you make 
a herbal tea and you add something a little bit extra because you're like well this is um feel like the calming of the mind or whatever like I feel like a lot of things that are in yesteryear would be described as like witchcraft is just kind of being in tune with your body or like it's just wanting to bring yourself like luck naturally and stuff and like yeah the planets and the vibes <laughs> yeah it's like yeah as, as I just said yeah you're just encompassing your own so- sort of style of spirituality in that sense as well and believe in what you want to believe in I loved it and I also loved that they uh mentioned like of the very spiritual or witchy uh holidays and stuff like Beltane yeah. and Samhain and Halloween even though Samhain and Halloween are technically the same day and yeah. Like the the thinning of the veil between the spiritual world and the real world and stuff like it's just so cool and I love love yeah. all that stuff. Not that I ever really researched much into it. I know of it at a very surface level, but I do I do like that sort of stuff. So mm. cool. Let's let's just read dedicate this potty to more witchy books. <laughs> just witch sure. books from now on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm in my room and I actually have my crystals next to me, so that makes sense. Oh wow! <laughs> Maybe last night was destined to fail. <laughs> Perhaps it was fate. <laughs> it was fate. Love the witchy vibes. Sorry, this is very like ADHD style. We talk about something, we go on a bit of a tangent, we come back. Love it. So Reese is coming to town, much like Santa Claus. <laughs> um, anyway, but I did think they talk about um Gwyn says this is like what happens when you fall in love with a witch boy. And so I thought that witch boys were kinda of going to be like frat boys. <laughs> and I yeah, thought yeah. there was going to be a bit more um, a story about witch boys, but it's more just like don't fall in love with a boy, <laughs> or or like especially like the Penhallow boy because he's you know he's a, a legacy of the founders and stuff, so mm. that makes mm. sense. I did also just remember what my one qualm was if I had a gun to my head and I had a qualm. It was always it's always I don't like how it's the mother is dead. Well, both yeah oh, main characters' right. mothers are dead. And then Reese is like, oh, I would have been raised differently had my mother been alive or whatever. Like. <laughs> My father wouldn't be as much of a hard ass, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Simon Penhill is a bumhole. I also like how Simon is talking to Reese and he's like, you're a powerful warlock, blah, blah, blah. Why are you wasting your time on your trivial travel business? And Reese is just like, there's no warlock anymore. Like, we're all just witches. It's such a good, like, allegory or metaphor or whatever one it is of, like, the difference in generational upbringings and terminologies and stuff very reminiscent of like the current day pronoun stuff yeah, it's like we're guess, not yeah it just makes everyone equal yeah exactly and i love that too it's like it's got subtle or maybe even at times not so subtle relevancies to the modern life and i suppose politics and stuff of today mm. but yeah it's just so greatly interwoven and i really enjoyed it yeah it's not too out there reese comes into town and his magic is being a little bit funny Bad luck, some would say. Yes, and then um, at his Founders Day speech, because he has to make a speech, um, the head of the statue falls and nearly beheads him. He nearly gets killed twice. Yeah, he's like, I am cursed. (laughs) And his father's like, no, you're not. Ironically, third time would have definitely been the charm. Yeah, the Jones girls are like, well, actually, you kind of are cursed. And then later on in the book, I know that you said this yesterday, but I'll just mention it now. Later on in the book... Simon Penhallow comes to visit because he's like, well, I guess I should probably come out now because things are going wrong. Yeah. And then um, he's kind of like, how dare you like let yourself be cursed by this coven or whatever, like you're a powerful warlock, blah, 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 or something like that anyway. And then she's like, hey, mate, fuck you. Like, I cursed your son. Like, like what does that say about me? Like, I'm fucking yeah. powerful. Yeah. 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 But then we learned the real reason is because she has the blood of her ancient ancestor coursing through the fucking ley lines. And that's why the curse was able to uh, come through. But anyway, yeah. The, the clap back was great. Yeah. So, oh, and part of his coming to town, Reese has to go and charge the ley lines. And so he takes Vivi with him. And he, because he is cursed... Thus, when he charges the ley lines, he corrupts the ley lines, which then makes all magic in the town kind of behave erratically um, and not as it's supposed to. So there's um, an incident in the shop with these wind-up little toy skulls, but they become sentient and start just... Little ankle biters. 
Yeah, <laughs> which is funny. And there's some normies in the shop, but Reese kind of like talks them down. He's like, haha, that's what you get buying things off random websites. Oh, yeah, that's right. He really <laughs> yeah. insulted the shop. Only because him and Gwen don't get along, which is funny. I enjoy yeah. that banter. Yeah, I like that she calls him dickbag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, And then another time they're in the coffee shop and a man gets frozen. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Hardened. After drinking, got hardened because then they find out there is a little witchy barista, a witchrista, if you will. <laughs> love it, love it. Um, who dabbles in potions on the side, but really kind of just specialises in a Viagra esque potion. <laughs> yeah, so, so when stupid. when she um, yeah, made a potion to make you hard. <laughs> It really, yeah, worked for his whole body. <laughs> and But she's also shocked to find out that Vivi is a witch because she's like, oh, but you teach normies and you teach in the normal part of the college. And then I think Vivian was going to kind of go into more of an explanation as to why, but then she got cut off by Reese, and I didn't appreciate that because I want to know why. I think it's more be- like we find out why. It's because she really enjoys that, that particular history unit for the freshmen, which is fair enough. Like do Like, do what you're passionate about. It's great. But yeah, and I loved the students, the barista's explanation. I think her name was Sam, and she's like, well, it started off as, like, a friend, and then a friend told a friend, and then the friend told a yeah. friend, and now she suddenly has a, a, a side, a black market potion side hustle. And, and we then, love- like, you're dealing potions, and she's like, no, I'm just kind of, like, providing them, and then she t- explains it, and she's like, oh, yeah, I guess that could be dealing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of silly, but full circle, she realized it's great. And then they were, like, su- well, Reese was subtly, like, threatening her, like, what if the school board finds out, and blah, mm. blah, blah, and being a pen hello, he could pull some strings. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, it was all just to get information because yeah, they describe these little encounters with the out of whack magic as little spot fires that they're trying to put out because it's really difficult finding any information about uplifting this curse. And then we go to the library and they have a little yes. encounter there. So yes, we go to the library because they're researching like, well, how do we break a curse? There's all this information on how to set curses, but there's no information really on how to break curses. Also, while we're here... Um, Reese and Vivi have kind of had these little like moments of like kind of flirting, kind of eye contact, etc. And then they're in the library and they have like a really big moment and then they're going to fuck in the library. Um, they're in a study room. They're not just amongst the bookshelves, which I appreciated because I feel like that happens a lot. And it's like, that's a lot. That's a lot happening. Still too public um, for my liking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And then they are interrupted by a ghost. And the ghost kind of attacks Reese. And is it here that they say the thing, or is it? No, no, it's in the cabin. So I'll I'll do that at the cabin. Yeah, partly, partly because she scatters off because her spirit was bound to a book. Because her name was Piper, and she dabbled in dark magic. And if you can't handle dark magic or sustain it, you will inevitably die. And so she yeah, died. because your energies aren't enough. Yeah, so she she's died. a failure. Yeah. If she stayed in school, if she stayed in school, I mean. Stay in school, stay in school, kids. Anyway, um, so then, yeah, then Vivi and Reese have like kind of more of these moments, and I was saying yesterday, and I will say again, that I one, I was kind of expecting there to be kind of like a soulmate, witch mate, heart mate, fate kind of situation, witchiation, witchiation, wow, <laughs> with these two coming back together because they both say that they've had kind of relationships in the nine years since that they've been together and when they were together they were only together for three months so it was very hard fast passionate intense fling I agree yeah, so yeah now that they're coming back together again yes yeah I kind of wish that there was that kind of mate situation because I feel like otherwise it kind of overshadows all their other relationships and I think that they explicitly say, well, Vivi does, like, oh, I, she says, for example, I'm not saying that he, like, the other relationships weren't important because they were, but it's Reese, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, there's that vibe where I'm like, I, th- I just wish that there was a reason that they could eclipse everything else. But then I said as well that uh, I feel like with everyone's kind of first love that you'll always kind of hold space in your heart or your mind for them like and it doesn't always have to be like the one that got away vibes but it's just like oh like that was a very like integral moment of growing up 
yeah. becoming an adult because they were only 19. So, but yeah, so I feel like everyone's first love, you hold space for them. For sure. Ah, absolutely. Stop just sneaking up on me, bitch. <laughs> I saw him. I don't know why I didn't say anything. I expected you to hear him. Why can't he hear you? But yeah, I agree with that, the whole uh, young love or first love situation. And obviously, and like there's little, little small flashbacks that Vivian has with of her time with Reese in those like vulnerable, intimate moments as well. And like, it just seems like it, they, they are meant to be as well in that sense. Like they just get each other. But my, all right, here's a, a qualm that I remembered that I had. I was a little bit annoyed that we'd never really circled back to the betrothed situation because that's a pretty yes. big thing to like leave for and then have no follow up, especially yeah, with I think Vivian. I mentioned, yeah, that yes as well because yeah he went back and then what they didn't talk for nine years and it's like why couldn't he? Have, because they have traveling stones so that where you can instantly travel to a location. So it's like why couldn't he just pop back? And grovel and be like, I'm so sorry, like, I've called it off, like, I'm not engaged, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, or have just reached out and been like, hey, this is what's happened. I'm sorry for, like, hurting you or making you upset, blah, blah, blah. But, like, this is the true circumstance right now. Like, I don't don't even know what happened. Like, did it get called off or was it just, like, because I forget. Um, yeah, I'm just assuming what? that. Well, it didn't mention it really, but It I'm just didn't go through. That he was like, no thanks. But, yeah, because I feel like that would have been... Yeah, incredibly integral. But anyway, and like, yeah, Reese could have reached out and be like, hey, this is what's happened. Like, I'm sorry that you've been hurt in the process. You know, if you want to explore something in the future or whatever, like, let me know. Or like, yeah, come back to me in a way. Um, and then, yeah, just it was just never brought up again, even in there, as their relationship developed either. Like, she didn't even make a joke of like, oh, you're, you're remember when you had a betrothed? It's like, yeah. you know, so they really glossed over it. But no, I suppose it just shows them maturity, like, you know, they're able to move on. And as you, as we just said, like, she's had past boyfriends that, like, have been integral in, like, the growing up aspect as well. So, like, it probably just truly doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. I wish we had gotten more, a little bit, kind of, of her. Oh, you changed your camera angle. Um, <laughs> I moved forward. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that we'd gotten more of, kind of, her backstory. Because, yeah, it's just like, oh, my mum was scared of magic and then she died and now I live with my aunt and cousin. And then it's a very funny moment when Reese, like, he's talking to her about her mum and she's explaining things. And then he goes, oh, so you got the full Potter. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. She's like, what? And he's like, the Harry Potter. Like, you didn't find out until later in life that you're a witch and then yeah. blah, blah, And then he does the whole, like, you're a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> you're a witch, Vivian. Yeah, I loved. Normally, we hate in these types of books. It takes you out of it almost with these modern day references to modern day things like Harry Potter. But I don't know. It just it just felt right in this book. And I think Gwen also mentioned maybe either in the prologue or even throughout this book about her and Vivian just need to like drink and like listen to Taylor Swift. And, like I yeah. I love that. Like normally, yeah, I'd hate those references, pop culture references. But no, it's just it just fits so well. I don't know something about it. We we're just enchanted. But reading this book. Perhaps the book is cursed. Perhaps the book is cursed. Or is charmed. So yeah, they, they encounter this ghost that's gone wackadoodle. Yes. She disappears. Um, Yeah, so then we're about 60%, no, about I'd say about 70% through the book and then the plot finally starts. Um, So this they've let this ghost free and then this witch from the allegedly witch part of college comes to... Vivi's office and she has a Eurydice candle which traps ghosts and she says if you find her altar and light it like she will get trapped into the candle and then we can like untrap her and bind her correctly and Vivi's like why not let's go to the haunted house that seems fair enough and a valid explanation yeah what could possibly go wrong yeah they go to the haunted house and first they're kind of interrupted by some students because it is a hookup spot. <laughs> what an early place to hook up. Yeah, they're in uh, Vivi and Reese are stuck kind of in a broom closet and they have this like really intense like their clothes and then he's like kind of like grazing her neck with his lips and it's they like are pressed. The, yeah, it's like the not touching touch and it's very very hot and I'm very into it. Yeah, steamy. Anyway, and then so Vivi like uses her magic to knock a picture frame off the wall or yeah. slam the front door and stuff so the students get scared. She truly so enhances leave. the haunting experience. Yes. Um, 
and then they find the altar of Piper, and then the ghost appears. <coughs> Kenzie. Kenzie's going to reenact her epic monologue. <coughs> ben, hello. <laughs> you, uh, you have taken what is not yours. Yeah. <laughs> ben, hello. You are cursed. You're going to die. Yes. Um, so, yeah, now the plot begins. They trap the ghost. Now there's a um, sense of urgency because they have yeah. until Halloween or whatever. Yes, yes. They give the candle back to uh, Amanda, uh, Amanda, um, and then they have sex. Vivian <laughs> and Reese, not Reese and Amanda. <laughs> not Reese and Amanda, Reese and Vivian. Anyway, but this book also, jumping left a little bit, gets an automatic 5 out of 5 from me because there is explicit mention of condom use. Yes, we know how Kenzie loves yeah. it. Yeah, I read it yes. and I was like, she's going to yes. enjoy this. And I was waiting and they did mention it because I was like, oh, they're witches. Like, surely there's a tonic that they can take. And they say, she says that there's like charms and stuff they can use for protection, but Aunt Elaine always said to trust science. Hey, I love yeah, when that. It comes to your bo- yeah, when it comes to your body, you should trust science. Yes. Love the you know cohabitants of science and magic. Love yes. to see it. Beautiful. And yeah, we later learn that Amanda is a con artist and not a witch from yes, she the is department. T- which department? No, she is Tams and Blythe. She's not even a witch. Um, and she pro procurates pro yeah Cur- um, or curates she curates yeah uh, witch objects to sell or acquires. Yeah, to um, fund her life. <laughs> I know. Yeah, she's a like yeah con artist. She's a thief in a way, perhaps as well. She procures all these like witchy haunted things, and then also she was sussy wussy. Sorry from the start because when she comes to the office, um, Vivian is like, "Oh, she's wearing jeans. She's must be pretty cool," and like just the vibes are off. Um, and so then it's also like when they get the candle. It's like, why wouldn't you take it back to the head of the college who supposedly asked you guys to trap the ghost in the candle to start with? Because everyone is like on their ass in this book about it's your fault, you fix it, which is very fair enough. If you yeah. break it, you fix it. But yeah, then. You cursed him, you uncursed him. Yeah, this whole interaction with Amanda and being essentially conned as well shows, I feel like, a bit of naivety towards Vivian and her magical roots because, you know, she is kind of. She tucks herself away from the magic life. So how is she to know if she's actually from the witch department if she doesn't necessarily interact with it super too much? So, like, that's fair enough. And it shows a bit of naivety. But, yeah, um, that was funny. It should have been the jeans all along. A dead giveaway. Even Reese made a joke about that. But then, lucky for them, their woes didn't last too long because they then hunted Amanda down. And then her name, real name is Tamsin. Is that right? Tamsin Bly. It turns out she never left, I think she was like two towns over or something. And then they, that's when they realised that the actual curse of the ley lines is within the the, the town of... Yeah, it's in Graves Glen. Graves Glen, that's it. Yeah. And then, yeah, because the candle's acting kind of radically like it's making the room cold and stuff and danky. And so she's like, I don't want to take this on a plane. Yeah, fair enough. So they take it back and they release... The ghost again. I think that's like, is when 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 the yeah they're like happened, hey what's up yeah, and then the ghost is all like, yo I'm gonna get there but hang on first of all the ghost is like, yo I was trying to contact, um, Ahmed 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 Tomid Timid Alwood, Alwood 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 Jones, um because Griffid Penhallow stole her power to create the ley lines or whatever, um, essentially killing her. And so she's the uh, Piper's all like, my. I was trying to raise Allwood, but I didn't have enough power, so my energy was sucked. Henceforth, I died. And then she's like, Ben, hello. You are cursed. Your power is not yours. You took what was not yours. You have until Halloween or you die. I love this. Just keep going. I'm just enjoying the show. (laughs) 
Yeah, so they're like, well, fuckity, frick, frock, what do we do? So now we're 80% of the way through the book. <laughs> I'm like, wrap this boy up, please. And Hurry they're the like, rapidity rap, what's going to happen? Reese is going to die. I'm like, sick, cool. Wrap it, wrap it up like Reese's dick. Let's go. Hurry up. Woohoo. <laughs> so we go to the cemetery on Halloween and we raise Olwood. And Olwood is like, I can. Cemetery? <laughs> what is the cemetery? I don't remember a cemetery. Yeah, they go to the cemetery Did to raise Olwood. She's at the was... grave. I thought this was all in the Leyline cave. You fool. No. Because right. <laughs> then they have to oh, drive to the cave, remember? Because she's like, I'm going to go. And then she's like, I need you oh, two, okay. two. And I didn't like that sentence. Because she's like, you two, two. <laughs> <laughs> you two, duo, two. Yeah, yeah. Right, just like the, if kissing ass. him makes you make that face. <laughs> I'm just enthralled by your your descriptions and just you of this episode. So like, which I love it. It's great. <laughs> Keep going. So they go to the cemetery um, and they raise Olwood. And Olwood is like, what up, bitches? Um, <laughs> nice to meet y'all. <laughs> um, nice to I meet can... you where you've been. I could show you <laughs> she... incredible things. <laughs> She's like, okay, I'll save Reese and the town. And she's like, fuck. It's <laughs> like, oh, run into a bit of a bit of a situation, situation here. A witchiation, yeah. A witchiation. <laughs> um, I can save the town or I can save Reese. <laughs> and she's like, I can. And then Reese is like, fucking take me, bruv. And then she's like. Yeah, and then she's like, no, I can see that you love my descendant, so I don't know what to do. And then she feels like in Vivian how much she loves her, because yeah. at that point their relationship kind of went to a bit of a halt because I think he said he had to go back to Wales anyway, to go so back, it was pretty yeah. much a rinse and repeat of yeah. and when he they said were 19. That, yeah, he like went to her house to tell her that he loves her. Um, but the aunt is like, no, she has to concentrate on like powers at the moment. And he's like, okay, well, I'll tell her after that I love her. Anyway, so then Albert's like, Soz, I can only save one thing, um, even though you love each other. And she's like, bye, save the town. And then Vivi is like, oh, wait, no, it's, I realise that I have the power all along. Like, I need to go to the ley lines and uncorrupt them and that will save Reese. So she goes with Vivi and her name is Vivi. She goes with Elaine and Gwyn and they fix the town. It's very girl power, boss vibes, girl boss, gatekeep, gaslight. And they fix the town, and all is well. When when they those ladies need to be drafted in the war, <laughs> they'll just uh, annihilate everything. Yeah, no, I love that, and yeah, I love that it just highlighted the the like coven esque because with witches, it's all about the family, the trio, and it yeah, it really surmises those that genre as well, and having them save save the town together as well. I was is, going is to say as well, important. I really liked that the overall message isn't that. Like, romantic love is the answer. It's that, that familial love is the answer. It helps when your ancient dead descendant is super powerful as well. Plays, plays a part in it. And as I, was, I said last night, um, I liked, or I like this sort of, perhaps, direction where there's, like, two families that are, in a way, connected. Just like um, Orwood Jones, you know, knew of who, who the... the Gridolf? I don't know. I forget his name. Griffid. Griffid, that's it. And like, yeah, and like it was like an ultimate betrayal, you know, towards the Jones family. But then mm. generations later, like Vivian and Reese c- can come together again naturally, fall in love and kind of overcome that sort of ancestral betrayal and stuff. And I think that's just really cool. Yeah, I was into that. And, and like, and it's not their fault. Like she can't resent Reese because to be fair, she didn't know that his descendant did it until they found out. I feel like there's a lot of, sorry, like, fantasy romance books where they kind of had that trope of where, like, oh, well, our ancestors hated hated each other, so now I have to hate you kind yeah, of no, vibe. No. Yeah. And I like that Reese sort of takes an accountability once he's learnt that Griffith, yeah, murdered this witch for no reason other than greed and power hungry. And he's like, that's it, no more statues of Griffith. And like, he's almost like unwinding his betrayal in yeah. the witch culture and stuff as well. And he's going to strive to do better. And I like that. Yeah, sort he's of going to rewrite the histories. Exactly, make it correct and own his family's bullshit. Mm. 
and then grow and just love Vivian as well. It's great. So then Reese doesn't tell Vivi that he loves her and he goes back to Wales. I don't know why he had to go back. I think it was just to tell Simon because Simon is very is a very lazy witch. Like Oh yeah, he's I had to go back and report what had yeah, happened. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So he goes back to Wales and then it's I don't know, a couple of weeks later or something, maybe a month later. Um a and yeah, Vivi has gotten a job in the witch department teaching a couple of classes. Um and she's walking down the hallway kind of reading the names on the teachers offices doors. And she is walking down, and it's like John's, like J Smith, like, and they would have J Doe, a, a Sydney, Australia Sydney. <laughs> anyway, and then the next one is uh Penhallow, and she kind of does double take, and she's like, oh, maybe it's like his cousin or whatever. But anyway, she goes in, and it's him, and he's like, surprise, shorty. <laughs> what a no greater love declaration than that. Just strictly move straight in. And just take over her job or, like, be a part of her job. And he's like, you know, when the college is named after you, you kind of just get a job. <laughs> yeah. Nepotism. Bullshit. <laughs> but, no, it's good. But then Vivian was like, well, I would could have gone to Wales as well anyway. Like, we could have had a balance. Like, there didn't need to be a drastic move. Yeah. She's like, I want to go to Wales anyway. And, and yeah, so they love each other. And it's like, an, it was never, not a true, like, epilogue, but it was a nice, fine conclusion. Yes. Oh, so shall we go to the stars that listened? Sure. I also just want to say, I appreciate, appreciated Gwen as a character. Like, just a loving, loving family member, you know, supporting Vivian and everything she does, enabled the curse. It was very funny when she um wanted to, like, or asked to like fake curse a, a hookup Jane as well because of the whole situation, and like it's like no, we're not gonna do that anymore. And as I, I said last night, I think it was very interesting that I know we talked about the practicality of the magic system in this book, but yeah, I was just so surprised that there was no real big spells or big overbearing mm. yeah, magic situations that needed that occurred or that they created. And like I just yeah. thought, like for someone like Gwen, like I'm surely she would have dabbled. Yeah, for sure. But I loved him. Loved the book. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, are we, we going to read about Gwen? We're going to f- finish the trilogy. I think I, th- I, th- I think we should finish the trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, sure. All right. And with that, we'll go to the stars that listen. The stars is where we read a one-star review and a five-star review from Goodreads for shits and giggles. We start with a one-star because we don't like to end on a negative note. (laughs) Exactly, and the five stars are normally popping and... (laughs) I'll start with my one-star. It is so boring. Never mix witchcraft and vodka, but mixing vodka with this book was necessary. (laughs) It's funny, with the one-stars review, because we like the book so much, we're going to get so defensive. Yeah. All right, I have two one-star reviews just because I thought they were funny. Um, <laughs> Reese was about as charming as a stub toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! And then um, my other one is not a good book. It was so overrated and not worth your time. It felt like reading a book written by a thirteen-year-old, but with some spicy scenes. Overall, it was a bad book, not my speed at all, and should not have, and should not have all the hype surrounding it. Definitely don't recommend. Bit harsh, oh, but bit fair. Harsh. I feel like though if someone's like definitely not my cup of tea or whatever, it's like okay, well then don't read it. Or just you don't have to say it's not your cup of yeah, tea. Yeah, yeah. Just like, like let just, it go. Fi- just don't don't finish it. <laughs> Move on. All right, my five star is if Hollywood doesn't turn this into a spectacular movie, I will sue. Mm, I definitely read this book and imagined like a movie. Like the structure of it is just so perfect as well. And the, and the pacing, the pacing's really good. Like you can definitely get like the act one, act two, act three. Oh yeah. Although just really quickly, there was like a period of time where Halloween was like two weeks away and they really just puddled around and like oh, yeah. not really interacting with any dodgy magic and that annoyed me a lot because it's like, where's the sense of urgency? I suppose they didn't know it was urgent. Yeah, not that there's any any signs that they are going to turn into a movie, but I would imagine that they would make it like a week before Halloween. Yeah, sure, sure. They yeah. would really compress it for sure. Yeah. Who would you have cast as Reese and Vivian? Just out there. Um, um, what's her name that we all wanted to be? Lily. Oh, Abby. I her Abby name. Cohen. Oh, Abby Is Cohen. That her name? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And uh, Dylan O'Brien. Okay. No, it would have to be like an English person because they'd have to do the accent. Unless there's like a Welsh actor out there that we don't know of. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Paul Mescal? Or is he a bit old? He's a bit old, I reckon. I don't think he's got that like suaveness. Look, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I get it. Oh, well. Yeah. All right. My five star review. It gave me everything I wanted from a Halloween romance. It's not that it was flawless, but it was magical, funny, and mysterious. And even though my five stars may be slightly too generous, I don't care because it truly delivered. Nice. Are your Leyland struggling? <laughs> <laughs> my Leylands are struggling. My trilogy is struggling. <laughs> oh, well. As always, thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram at letterbox underscore book underscore club. From there, our link tree is in the bio where you'll find us in all the places. TikTok, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts might be dead. (laughs) Google Podcasts is dying, so so rip. Um, Join us next week where we take a dive into much, much, much darker content um, (laughs) where we will be discussing haunting Adeline. Yeah. Um, and then I'm halfway through, bro, and I don't know what to say. You're halfway through. I'm only like <laughs> nine chapters in, bro. Jesus Christ! I've been smashing it out all day. No, I haven't. I've been busy. I've been busy all day. It is definitely yeah. different than everything that I've been seeing online. It got yeah, so well, mixed. Yeah, from from the warnings, I was like, "What am I about to oh, read?" You're you're gonna get there. Oh God! Because at the start, I'm like, "Oh, this is just like a dark romance." I know. Fuck! I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just so like I don't. I just don't know how to feel about it so far, and okay. I don't know if I if I even should because yeah, I've been hearing lots and lots of things on the line, um, and reading lots and lots of things, um, but then the stars just, oh, like why has it got such good reviews? I can understand why in a way. Okay, but yeah, it's very. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. Okay, I For I am tomorrow, going into but next it. Week. <laughs> yeah, I am going into it from a more uh literary analytic standpoint oh, than really? just this is a book yeah okay all right interesting yeah cool yeah. cool cool oh well. but yeah anyway. haunting adeline what a fitting way for halloween like week because yes. we yes. do post on mondays and i think halloween is on the tuesday yeah we may be um having a bonus app for Ooh, all hallows eve but we will let you all know anyway and thank s- you all someone celebrate someone yes. when the veil is thinnest of course Get a Ouija anyway. board out. No, I don't want to mess with the Ouija do board. Do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, goodbye. <laughs>